Hello and welcome to the weekly Global Heartstream. I'm Gabriel Gonzalez, a professional coach, artist, and speaker who enjoys traveling the world, connecting with amazing people, and talking about the longest, most rewarding journey that you'll ever embark on, the 12-inch journey between your head and your heart. Through individual and group coaching programs, online courses, and live seminars, I teach a heart-centered approach to personal mastery, leadership development, and spiritual growth that helps people become the most loving, joyful, and powerful version of themselves. The Global Heartstream is a weekly dedicated space to help you reconnect with your heart, raise your vibrational frequency, and remind you just how powerful, loving, and amazing you already are. It's also an invitation to unify our hearts with the intention of bringing more love, compassion, and healing to a world that so desperately needs it. You can find out more about my work by visiting gabrielgonsalves.com, where you can also sign up for my weekly newsletter, join the Heart Leader community, and register for my upcoming seminars. And if you enjoy this heart stream, please be sure to subscribe, like, or comment so that we can reach more people and help make this a more loving, compassionate, and heart-centered world. Hello, my beautiful, invisible friends from all over the world. It's nice to be back after a two-week break. That wasn't really much of a break because I was quite engaged in walking the incredible and amazing Camino de Santiago. It's wonderful to be back here with you once again today. Uh, Wednesday. I almost said Tuesday for some reason. Oh, oh it's because it's, a, it's the 13th. That's why. Tuesday, Wednesday, the 13th of October. Hello, Moon Goddess. Good morning from San Antonio. Hello, Jennifer Resinski. Thank you for your welcome back message. Uh, she says, hello, everyone. Hello, Cindy Hart. And Cindy says, hello, everyone. Grateful to be here. Glad you're back, Gabs. I hope. I get to go next time. Yeah, why not? You know, this was the first uh, pilgrimage of the heart. And as it always happens with the first one, this is kind of like where you make all the mistakes. <laughs> this is where you get it all wrong so that then all the next ones um, can be perfected. Actually, you know, the truth is that it went really, really, really smooth. I was actually quite surprised. Um, by the planning and the preparation that went into it on behalf of the uh, travel agency, the tour company that um, was in charge of the transportation and, and booking all the hotels and the foods and like everything. It was really, truly amazing. You know, it was like uh, for me, you know, when uh, uh, what made it really special this time around was um, uh, how little I had to do. <laughs> other than walking and singing and obviously being present for the participants. But this is what I mean. Uh, my first two Caminos, I was pretty much on a tight budget, like a student budget, and sleeping at like the youth hostels and hostels where you don't get a bed sheets when you don't have a towel, where you have to share the bathroom with like 50 people. <laughs> and this time around, I was in a room, private room with my own bathroom. Um, breakfast served every morning, a, uh, a van that was basically taking us from one place to the next, 
um, really making sure that we were all taken care of. So it was really, it was really very, very, very special. Um, so I feel very blessed. Uh, not only was it a deeply transformative experience, but um, but it was also it was very um, it was very healing for all of us, all the participants. I'm happy to report that everybody completed the pilgrimage. Uh, there were some days when we walked under the rain the entire day, especially our last day. Uh, we had rain all the way from the moment we started on the boat, um, first 35 kilometers up the river, and then 27 kilometers from uh, from Padron all the way to Santiago. And that day, the most common comment I heard was, I feel I've been reborn. That's kind of one of the things that happens when you push yourself physically, emotionally, spiritually, psychologically beyond your limits and something much greater than you begins to carry you. Hello, Linda Luz. Nice to see you. Buenos dias desde Fairfax, California. Is this Fairfax Avenue or an actual place called Fairfax? <laughs> Hello, PJ. Good morning. Hello, Peter. Nice to have you here, brother from Indio, California. He says, welcome back, everybody. Uh, Humphrey, welcome. You're a virgin <laughs> or not anymore. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, welcome, Humphrey. He says, it's my first gig. Uh, your first Camino or your first time joining the Heartstream. <laughs> I'm assuming it's your first heart, your first Heartstream. Uh, welcome, 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 Mariette from Limpopo, South Africa, where I believe you are visiting close relatives. Uh, Linda says, uh, Fairfax is an actual place north of Golden Gate Bridge. Oh my goodness, I was up there many, 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 many suns and moons ago. Um, gee, I remember the last time I was there, I actually ran uh, the half marathon of San Francisco. <laughs> Humphrey says, yeah, it is my first hard stream. Okay, great. Wonderful. Yeah, we got California in the house. Yeah, California. That should, maybe we should do a guided meditation next time to the uh, tune of uh, a surfing tune or something. California Girls or something. You can pretty much meditate to any song, but you have to slow it down. <laughs> All right. Well, you see, I'm already in kind of a joyful mood in preparation for today's topic, which is about unlocking your natural joy. If you're a member of the Heart Leader community, uh, you may have noticed, you may have received an email from me a couple of days ago. One of the things we do in our learning community is uh, we have a monthly topic or a monthly theme. And this month theme is dancing to the rhythm not of the night of your heart very good yeah dancing to the rhythm of your heart and it's actually the um, the topic it's one very 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 close and dear to my heart and i want to share with you why quite a few years ago about 12 years ago to be exact uh, when i just arrived in south africa and i went through what i call my heart awakening my heart <laughs> not hard but like with a d at the end well, it was both, both heartbreaking and really hard. It was going through heart awakening, uh, midlife crisis, and then losing my mother, losing my career as I knew it, 
and a lot of the things in the world or of the world that I had given a tremendous amount of value and had allowed it to define me. So when all of that came crumbling down and experienced really the cracking open of my heart, um, shortly after I made the decision to stay in South Africa and work for a really wonderful NGO as a volunteer, uh, I hired a coach. I hired an amazing coach from California, believe it or not, from San Francisco. I mean, Woohoo, California, San Francisco, Golden Gate in the house. Yeah. And um, and one of the things that this coach asked me to do, his, his name is or was John Michaels. He um, He's no longer physically around, but I can certainly still feel his presence because he made a huge impact in my life. And it's one of the reasons why later on I ended up becoming a coach because of the impact he had in my own life. But one of the exercises that he had me do was an exercise on discovering your life purpose. So the exercise went something like this. He said to me, well, Gabriel, I want you to take out a, a notebook, right? And you're going to take this notebook and you're going to start writing down nonstop without lifting your pen what you think or what you believe your life purpose is, okay? So you're just going to write down like one and then you start writing. Well, my life purpose is to be loving. And then two, my life purpose is to climb the Himalayas. <laughs> my life purpose is uh, to watch Gabriel's heart stream. <laughs> my life purpose is, I don't know what my life purpose, number five, my life purpose is this is boring as hell. My life purpose is I hate my coach. Why is he having me do this stupid exercise? You get the idea, right? And so you are just writing down the first thing that comes to mind. And you're writing down and you're writing it down without lifting your, your pen or your pencil, going from one number to the next, to the next, to the next, to the next, to the next. And the instructions he gave me was do not get up from your desk or your couch or whatever you're doing this exercise do not give up do not get up until you write something down that makes you cry that touches you in a way that nothing has ever touched you before and so it was i remember line number 156 where suddenly I wrote something down and as the words were expressed into the paper at that moment, I began to sob like a child. I just sobbed and sobbed and sobbed and sobbed and sobbed. And this is what I wrote down. I wrote down, I am here to sing and dance to the rhythm of my heart. Because when I was a child, I was not allowed to do that. And I am here because I want to help others sing and dance to the rhythm of their own hearts so that they can experience the love and the joy that I did not experience when I was a child. Now, when this came out, and it came out with all this emotion, there was a part of me that at that moment was thinking, well, but you had a happy childhood. And indeed, I had many wonderful moments. My, both my mother and my father were very loving and they did the best that they could. It was also a very 
dysfunctional home as well, where there was a lot of disconnection. And that was really, for me, in many ways, my struggle was that I never really felt I could be myself. Um, I never really felt loved and nurtured and care and supported. Um, and I know my mom and my dad, they did the best they could with what they, you know, with what they knew. But obviously, for the little guy that I was, for the little child that was inside of me, it was not really what I needed. And, and I don't blame them. You know, I grew up in a home where there were five kids. Right? You imagine that, like four boys, one girl, everyone competing for attention. And my way of competing for that attention was actually withdrawing, you know, maybe hoping that if I wasn't participating and minimize myself, they would notice. But that all that did was just buy me even more disconnection because then they just kind of assume like, oh, he's fine. He's not screaming. He's not getting into trouble. He must be okay. But the truth is that I wasn't. I felt very alone, disconnected. And so um, this theme or this idea of being able to express the song within the heart, being able to dance, actually not just express it, but dance to it, and not only dance to it, but maybe even also invite other people to dance with you became a very powerful theme. So when I was, when I was looking at this theme uh, for this month, um, yeah, I was reminding of that moment with my coach, John Michaels, where he shared um, yeah, where he helped me um, discover this deeper longing or desire that I had within me. And now, lo and behold, I mean, this was back 12 years ago. Uh, I think about maybe five, six years after that was when I picked up my guitar and started learning how to play guitar. And uh, and then if, a couple of years after that, then songs started coming. And one of the amazing things has happened and, uh, and it's part of the reason why I moved to Spain. I'm now in the process of recording nearly 85 songs. Can you believe it? That have come through me, through inspiration over the past few years. And um, this place is really that you're seeing. You haven't seen the other side yet, but this is really my, uh, my recording studio. In fact, you're now seeing the keyboard that is here. And there's a little recording booth over here. It's actually built inside the closet. And now I'm, I feel like I'm finally ready to start now producing and bringing all this music out with the intention of not only singing and dancing to the rhythm of my heart, but also to help other people sing and dance to the rhythm, the rhythm of their hearts and help them also discover their unique song so they can share their unique song with the world. Ain't that something? Um... Shella Luckett, welcome, welcome Leila, welcome Isabel, she says light to all, Irish, <laughs> welcome, welcome back, thank you so much, thank you for all your welcoming messages, it's lovely, it's really lovely to have you here. So unlocking your natural joy, notice that I'm being very deliberate when I speak about unlocking and also referring to joy as something that is natural. And let me tell you why I believe it's not something that I'm talking about. You have to create or manifest or make happen. I believe that joy is a natural state of being. I wholeheartedly believe that wholeheartedly. Sounds like a hardly 
I wholeheartedly believe that. This is what I mean by that. When I observe little children playing, all right, the natural tendency is to play with joy. And then obviously, one moment, one little kid may hit the other and then they cry and then they hit each other and then they get a fight and then they go through the whole mine, me, yours. But after they kind of move through that, the natural tendency is to go back to that very natural sense of joy. And I believe that that natural feelings of joy are built in in the same way in which our sun is built in our solar system, always shining, always available. The only thing that happens is really is that two things happen, right? One, clouds get in the way, right? Storms get in the way, they block it. And so what was there and what's naturally like become, become yeah, unseen, seems to be, seems to go into hiding and no longer available to us for some reason. The other reason, is because sometimes rather than the actual clouds getting in the way is we put all kinds of armors and jackets and hoodies and all kinds of things and sunblock <laughs> to protect ourselves from the sun because God forbid we allow ourselves to expose to the sun. It can burn us, it can hurt us. And so what I'm trying to do in essence is that many of us have built up a lot of blocks, inner blocks in the forms of trauma, mental patterns, learned behavior, social conditioning, that basically kept us from being more connected to this natural feelings of joy. All right? And so the path towards really unlocking or reconnecting with this natural sense of joy, I believe is two prong. Okay, there's two things that if you want to reconnect with your natural feelings of joy, you must do. The first thing is remove the blocks, the inner obstacles to that to that joy. Okay, remove the anger, the resentment, the pain, the pride. Okay, <laughs> how many times have you been into like in a, in a position where like I'm not going to I'm not going to give up my position. I'm right, they're wrong, and I'd rather be miserable than be happy. <laughs> And it reminds me, um, when I was about 20, I did a series of personal development seminars with Dr. Phil. He wasn't the famous Dr. Phil that he is right now um, because he had not met Oprah yet. Uh, but he ran the series of deeply, deeply profound, amazing personal development seminar called, uh, what were they called? Pathways. Pathways, yeah. And um, in fact, they were, he was the, he was the inspiration for me to many years later to actually design my own series of seminars, The Path of the Heart. He was, because when he, I saw him on the stage doing what he, I believe he came to the world to do, I would look at him as a role model and say, someday I want to do what he's doing. But anyway, I remember that in that seminar, one of the, one of the ideas that he played with was this idea that the majority of us would be rather be right than happy. <laughs> so we choose that to hold on to our positions for whatever reason and say, like, I'm not, I'd rather be right than be happy. And 
And the whole idea of that training was basically just to choose happiness rather than to wanting to be right, choosing joy instead. And so the the two prong or the two the two the two prong um, pathway towards unlocking this natural sense of joy is releasing and letting go all the obstacles. It's the same thing that Rumi says when he refers to as our job is not to try to find love, but to remove to remove the obstacles to love. Right? It's the same thing, right? In uh, in David Hawkins' scale of consciousness. Um, you got love down here and then joy as an even higher state of elation and, and ecstasy that transcends love. And so our job is to remove the obstacles, to remove the blocks, to remove the wounds, the pain, the anger, the sadness, the guilt, the shame, all of that that gets in the way. I mean, speaking about just shame, you know, think of all the amount of sexual shame and guilt that has been wired into us especially if you grew up from in one of the three one of the three big monotheistic traditions right where the body is looked at sinful and the pleasure of sex also looked at something bad evil sinful something that you need to feel ashamed of it's like no longer you know you get to the point where people are no longer are really enjoying the beautiful act of of being sexually intimate with another pe person. And if you do, then you feel a tremendous amount of guilt and shame. Well, to be able to access the true joy of sex or true joy or whatever it is that you want to do is one of the things that has to go away. So the guilt and the shame that more often than not has been built into, into our conditioning, hammer into us, all right? And, um, and therefore, we have almost disowned it you know, we talk about, for example, I, I run within the academy a, a program that focuses on helping people um, befriend their shadows. And for so many people, you would think that your shadows are just negative aspects of your personality. But a lot of people, their joy is in the shadow. Okay, they have completely disowned their ability to connect and feel joy. Right, for whatever reason. Okay, they feel guilty if they for experiencing so much joy. And so part of the journey then again is dissolving, releasing, letting go of all these obstacles to joy. Many of us, as I said earlier, as a result of our social conditioning, our programming, um, also even passed down to us through generational trauma, and then obviously our own trauma as well. Now, the other aspect of of unlocking our natural joy has to do with something that is way more subtle because the release and the and the removal of the obstacles for the most part it's it's work it's work all right but the other way it's a much simpler way and it's just simply making yourself available and receptive to joy okay so think of it as like you could you could like go down and like get rid of the things right that are staying in the way or blocking you keeping you from experiencing joy or you could just simply say like here i am i welcome it's i know it's the next level the next level of my experience i know it wants to come into my life i know it wants to make its way into I've been blocking it, I've been releasing it. Rather than focusing on letting go of things, I just want to stay open, available, and receptive. 
almost as if when life like tickles you and you're trying to go like, no, don't tickle me. And your life wants to make you laugh, laugh at yourself, <laughs> laugh at whatever. Okay. And then you're like, no, I'm not going to give them the pleasure of seeing me laugh. Laugh is a weakness. No, it's like you say, no, I'm going to welcome it. I'm going to, I'm going to allow myself to reconnect with a natural sense of joy. And then before you know, you find yourself moving your body in ways in which you would normally not move it. Like one of the ways you can instantly connect and make joy available. You guys remember when we, we did the, uh, the healing of the seven chakras and we got to the sacral chakra. Well, your sacral chakra is in the body in terms of the chakras. It's where the energy of joy lives, right? It's where the energy of creativity is. And so one of the one of the quickest ways you can connect physically with the feelings of joy, believe it or not, is moving your hips. I have this friend that is one of the most joyful persons I know. <laughs> one of the things he does, he's just like whenever something cool or something that he that he's excited about, he just kind of wiggles his touche and he just goes like, woo, I mean, try that right now. Just kind of do that. Like, woo, <laughs> you know. I highly recommend on the next time that something happens, I mean, find a penny on the ground, find a quarter, you know, something comes your way. Rather than just kind of like ignoring it and letting it go, just do like a little victory dance, really. And even if it's just one that is so tiny that it involves just a slight movement of your hips. Remembering again, that's where your sacral energy is. You're allowing the energy of God to move through you. All right. And feel the joy that is wanting at that moment, wanting to be expressed, right? But for whatever reason, somebody told you it's not okay to move your hips that way or that it was stupid or it was childish or whatever. Okay, so as we dive into today's guided meditation, that's what we're gonna be doing. We're gonna be doing or using this two-pronged approach towards welcoming greater joy. One, by releasing obstacles to joy letting go of all the internal blocks, especially the emotional blocks that keep us from experiencing this joy, then welcoming and then aligning with the source of all joy. What is the source of all joy? Well, it can only be the source of all of life, which is God, our divinity, the divine that is uniquely expressed in you, as you, through you, and can only express joy to you, through you, and as you. All right, well, what do you say? Rosie, Linda, Shelley, Lila, Isabel, Irish, PJ, Humphrey, Linda, Peter. I know I'm repeating some names already, but I'm just kind of going here through the comments that I can see. Cindy Hart and Twin Flame Alchemy. I forgot to welcome you. You were actually the first person to comment. You were all the way at the top. Okay, why do you say we dive straight into um, this guided meditation to help unlock our natural feelings of joy. You ready? Let's begin. As always, the invitation is to put your feet on the ground if you haven't already done that and to maintain a really nice erect position so that if we're going to become open, available, and receptive to joy, your body is also in a nice open and receptive position. Or if you want to, you can also lay down. Why not? You can also lay down on the ground. 
you know what i don't recommend is that you slouch because then obviously that throws all your chakras out of alignment and creates unnecessary stress so vertical so that you're resting in a really nice open posture that is receptive or completely horizontal so that you're still aligned and fully relaxed hello geraldine she says greetings from ireland another irish you got competition geraldine by the way i wasn't trying to do an irish accent that's beyond my scope i can really only do my venezuelan accent and then a very strong rico ricardo uh cuban accent after a few beers okay let's begin yes you can sit or lay down on your bed you cannot lay down if you're driving unless you're in a motor home and somebody else is doing the driving the idea is that you find comfort and you find a place a place where you can rest both physically, mentally and emotionally, but in a state of alertness. As we find the most comfortable position we can find right there where we are. We now close our eyes. Bringing the attention now to the physical body and to the breath. Breathing intentionally straight into the heart. We allow this breath to become nice and slow. Nice and deep. And nice and even so that the inhale and the exhale are approximately the same length. Relaxing the scalp, relaxing the ears, letting go of any unnecessary tension in the neck and the shoulders. Letting go of any tension in the stomach area, the pelvic area, the legs and the arms.
With each breath, I become more and more open, available, and receptive. Setting the intention, individually and collectively, to unlock my feelings of natural joy. Releasing and letting go what no longer serves me and stands in the way of my true joy. As I make myself open, available and receptive to the joy that is seeking to be expressed through me and ask me. In the name of the Father, the Mother, the Son, in the name of the Holy Spirit. In the name of the Laughing Buddha, divine expression of joy and laughter. I call forth the presence of divine joy in the heart of God. And I ask on behalf of everyone present here today to become fully active in every heart. May the joy of God become fully palpable, visible, and felt in our hearts. May its presence be so powerful that it now begins to dissolve all layers of protection around the heart, all walls that we have built around ourselves. Mighty presence bright in the heart of God, Dissolve, dissolve, dissolve all blocks to joy. Mighty presence of joy in the heart of Buddha. Dissolve, dissolve, dissolve. Unlock our true joy. May the joy of God be felt, be known, be fully realized. May the joy of God make now our hearts its true home. In my mind's eye, I see myself now as a child playing in a field, carefree, easily, effortlessly being my true self. free of all judgments, free of all concerns. My body moves with natural joy, sense of awe, 
as I move freely through the field. I feel the warmth of the earth beneath my feet. I feel the warm waters in the rivers, oceans and lakes around me. I lay down and watch the clouds pass by, laughing at all the forms and figures I see. The joy of God entering my heart, awakening, awakening this child of mine. The joy of God piercing through the clouds, setting me free from the past, healing my inner child, and shining in me. I now affirm, silently or out loud, I am the joy of God shining in my heart. I am the joy of God setting me free. I am the joy of God shining in my heart. I am the joy of God setting me free. I am the joy of God shining in my heart. I am the joy of God setting me free. Releasing, releasing all obstacles to joy. Forgiving myself, forgiving others and forgiving life. Forgiving myself, forgiving others, and forgiving all life. Forgiving myself, forgiving others, and forgiving all life. I set myself free from the past. I surrender all obstacles to joy to God. Letting go, 
letting go and letting God. Reclaiming my divine blueprint. Reclaiming the natural joy that got placed in me. Choosing to water these seeds of joy. Living my life with joy to be. Divine presence of joy in the heart of God. Blaze within our hearts. Balance the threefold flame within us. Expand, expand, expand the consciousness of joy. That our hearts, our minds, our human wills become open and receptive to thy joy. That we may become vehicles of God joy. That others may know God's joy through our joy. For this, I give thanks. Declaring it done here and now. Knowing that nothing and no one can keep me from experiencing true joy. For this joy is my divine right. And so it is, and it is so. Amen. And so it is, and so it shall become. For the next few moments, I give myself permission now to commune with this presence of joy. Allowing joy to do what joy does. Offer a softening, a laughter, a sense of playfulness. Letting go of the need to be so serious all the time, to take life so seriously. Letting myself and others off the hook Choosing joy and happiness instead of being right. Choosing to be happy because that is my divine right. Thank 
I now allow these feelings of joy to expand and to grow within me as I now radiate these feelings of joy out to the world. Joy to the world. From my heart to the heart of Mother Earth, joy to the world to help ease the suffering of my human friends, my family, and everyone I'm connected to. Joy to the world radiating from my heart out to the world. Letting my joyful heart join thousands of joyful hearts all over the world. Expanding the consciousness of God all around. My joy bringing healing and laughter to the world. My joy grown in intensity and size. My joy flying like birds and doves. My joy setting me and others free from the past. In the name I am that I am, in the name of my Holy Christ Self, in the name of the Holy Spirit of every person here today, I declare my heart is now open to receive and welcome more joy than I've ever allowed myself to feel or experience. My heart is now a reservoir of the living waters of joy that emanates straight from the heart of God. My heart. It's a living vessel the Word incarnate, experience a joy within me. I am an instrument of God's joy. I am joy manifested in human form. With gratefulness and joy, I declare this is my reality, the reality of everyone here today, everyone watching this replay. And the reality of the world which we are helping co-create. Knowing that that which is created from joy can only give joy in return. And so it is, and it is so. Amen. Ah. And so it is, Mitakuyo Yasin. And so it shall be. All this according to the will of God. The joy of God may be glorified in each and every one of our hearts.
The miracle of joy is upon us. The presence of joy is within us. The joy we experience and share comes back to us. The joy of God is upon us. Can you feel it? Can you live it? Can you nurture it? Can you sustain it? Take a moment now to make a commitment to yourself and simply just say, I, and then say your name. I choose to be happy instead of right. I choose a joyful attitude towards my life. I choose to allow my inner child to experience what it's its own divine right. I let my inner child guide me to joy. Unlocking joy, breathing joy, living joy. All right, my beautiful invisible friends, visibly invisible PJ, thank you. Irish says, Ooh, I need gaps. You were me. Thank you, joyous. Yeah, you're welcome, Irish. I won't reveal your true identity. <laughs> All right, my beautiful friends, I hope you're walking away feeling lighter because that's what joy does. Have you ever been in a fight with somebody trying to be right, trying to hold on to your position until something happens in the conversation where you end up laughing and then pride goes out the window and you realize like you were wrong and the other person is also wrong nobody's right or there was a big misunderstanding and then there's that then the feelings of laughter and joy and then suddenly you go from feeling heavy hearted and uh, you go down towards a sense of lightness that's what happens when you are in joy Jennifer says, enjoy. Thank you, Gabs. You're welcome. Linda Luz was experiencing so much joy. She's so blissed out. She could only afford to make some little uh, emojis. <laughs> Geraldine says, wonderful. Just what I needed. Ana Lopez also says, I needed this. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Marilyn. 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 Says, beautiful as always you're welcome peter says wow this is a breakthrough yes thank you love to you and all gabs jennifer says i appreciate these weekly heartstring gabs and they are woven into my daily routines oh my goodness you're very welcome well if you could see if you notice um 
this week I had a little extra time to actually do a little bit of an intro and then I'm going to do an outro and then hopefully um, as time goes by and I continue to build the studio here, they will probably also be changing a little bit in terms of the production value. Um, Humphrey says, Gabe, I first stumbled upon your channel years back via Sending Heart Energy video. How can I contact you directly? By going to my website, gabrielgonsalves.com. And um, there's a contact uh, tab in there. And it'll give you access to an email, and then you can just email me directly. All right. Uh, Cindy Hart says, thank you, Gabs. I really needed this. Everybody really needed this. Well, we all need, <laughs> we all need each other. We all need to reconnect with our joy. Uh, there was something so, something so beautiful. I don't know if you felt it, but the moment when we, in essence, unified our hearts and radiated the joy out to the world. Um, yeah, that song, Joy to the World, took on a completely different meaning because sometimes we sing that song just because that's what the song says. But there's a big distinction between saying joy to the world and literally radiating joy out to the world. All right. My friends, I hope you're walking away feeling, as I said, lighter, more connected to yourself, others, and life. And I look forward to connecting with you again next week, Wednesday, same channel, where we continue to explore this monthly theme about dancing to the rhythm of your heart and connecting with these natural feelings of joy. Okay. Uh, or he says, I think it's the commitment and continuous heart stream every week that it magnifies it. Yes, yes, I agree with you. Irish, whatever you focus on expands, whatever you commit to, you become one with. That's actually the meaning of the word commitment. Basically, the etymology basically means to become one with. It basically means with oneness, with unity. All right, my friends, speak to you next Wednesday. And uh, until then, as always, Know that you're in my heart and I send you all my love from my heart to yours. Bye for now. Thank you for joining me in this week's heart stream. I hope you're walking away feeling more connected to yourself and your divinity, to the planet, to others and to all of life. Please be sure to subscribe so that you can receive notifications about upcoming broadcasts. And if you would like to sign up for my weekly newsletter, join the Heart Leader community, or register for my upcoming trainings and seminars, be sure to visit my website, gabrielgonzalez.com. Until the next time, please take care of yourself so that you can take care of others. And as always, I send you all my love from my heart to yours. Bye for now.